This podcast is not affiliated with, nor does it speak on behalf of any company, organization, or firm. This is based on the personal experiences and opinions of two individual professionals. Welcome to our podcast, Decoding Corporate America. And welcome to the bonus edition called Sashala Speaks. Shout out to my amazing co-host, Erica. She'll be doing a bonus episode called Erica's Recap Corner. So stay tuned for that. That will probably drop sometime next week. So after doing episode four, mentorship versus sponsorship, we were tight on time and I didn't get a chance to share my mentor and sponsorship experience. So I promised you all a bonus episode. So here we are. (laughs) And to quickly recap on that episode, we spoke about the difference between a mentor and a sponsor. And Erica told her story about her mentor who eventually became a sponsor. And I also spoke about the different types of mentors. And one of them that I named was a superstar. I want to speak about my experience with a superstar mentor who eventually became a sponsor. So I don't want to go any further because I have a surprise guest and my good friend who's going to help me with this episode, Keith Jackson. Keith is someone I consider to be one of my mentors, especially when it comes to networking. Keith, introduce yourself. Thanks, Ishala. Hi, everyone. I'm Keith Jackson. I've been in the financial services industry for over 20 years specifically in the private bank side as a custody service officer in the high net worth client space. I'm also, along with Sushala, the co-founder of the Collective Cross Firms Black Employee Resource Group. I'm really excited about this topic, and from my experience, I understand the power of both mentorship and sponsorship. Yes, you do. And I can't wait for others to hear your story on your first mentorship encounter. And big shout out to the Collective Cross Firms. I know y'all are listening. All right, so let me get into my story on my mentor who became a sponsor. So I had, you know, I had a mentor who was just, he was just such an amazing person, a great individual. He was a charismatic leader, a superstar role model. Everyone loved him. And for me, he was a great accountability partner. And if y'all remember, in the last episode, we spoke about accountability partner, and those are the ones who are willing to listen to your issues. And they listen to your issues that you have going on, and they actually do something about it. So me and my superstar mentor and accountability partner, we used to talk a lot about leadership and development constantly. Especially for me at the time, I was a young and a new supervisor and I was evolving my management style. So that was an important topic for me. And at the time, this individual, he did it well and he would drop lots of great knowledge my way. And one of the other things that I used to do as well, I used to talk to him a lot about my experience in the women's employee research group um, that was at the other location and how much I loved the networking aspect. I talk about some unique challenges I faced in the industry, just being a woman in a minority. And then one day he told me that they were starting an employee research group at the site. And he wanted me to speak about this. (laughs) So I said, speak to who? He said, the 100 plus people at the site. Uh, And, you know, I responded with, I am not a public speaker. I do well one-to-one and Also, I am not an expert with these employee research groups because at the time, and this was over 10 years ago, at the time, I would show up to these events for the cheese and wine, okay? (laughs) (laughs) 
He said, you know what? That's okay. He said, tell that story then. I said, no way. What would people think about me? He said, they would think that you're an authentic and real leader. He said, you're funny, you're charismatic and passionate. And it's an opportunity for you to show that to your colleagues at the site. Long story short, that was my first public speaking event. And, you know, I actually have a picture of that and I should probably post up. It's just not flattering because it's with my mouth open. It's an action shot. (laughs) And that is how my passion for DNI got started and my public speaking days began. This individual over time became one of my sponsors who would advocate on my behalf when I was not in the room. And when you want to talk about the coding sponsorship, that's it right there. The conversations that happen behind closed doors and You don't even know sometimes who your sponsor is. And big shout out to that mentor. Such an amazing person. Rest in peace as he's no longer here. Wow. Sorry to hear that. It speaks to the fact that you never know the impact you may have on someone as a mentor. What a story. Yeah. I wish he would have known him, Keith. Wish he would have known him. I mean, what's so um, also interesting as well He was one of those individuals who saw something in me and believed in me before I believed in myself. That's very powerful. Okay, but Keith, let's talk about your mentor story. Which one of those types have been impactful in your career? Hmm. Impactful in my career. I would have to say the connector and resource managers, those two types or combination has been quite important in my career trajectory. Keith, remind the good folks what the connector and resource manager is. Okay, hold up. I did not think this was going to be a quiz. So (laughs) thank goodness I listened to the last episode. So let's get get into it. (laughs) Resource manager, aware of all the resources that are available in the organization and help their mentees access one. And then the accountability partner, willing to listen to issues you have going on and do something about it. All right. So you passed the quiz. I'll give you a 99 because you were being a little bit of a smart butt earlier. So you got a 99 minus one. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. Really, truly, I do. Yes. (laughs) All right. Back to your story. Okay. So I know that sometimes that a mentor can't be a sponsor. But similar to you and Erica, I had experience where my mentor later on down the road became a sponsor for me. But let, let me, you know, Let's let's talk about him being my mentor first. So when I joined the last firm that I was at, I joined the Employee Resource Group. Um, we had put on an event, and this individual, uh, senior manager, a person of color, was one of the panelists speaking. Uh, he was very impactful in the in the knowledge that he was sharing with the audience that day. Um, someone who was passionate. Um, and I really took to what he was saying. So after the event was over and there was, you know, networking going on, I went up, introduced myself to him, told him I would definitely love to connect with him because I, I really, you know, took to heart what he was talking about. Um, so that ended up being like initially it was just coffee. You know, we go have mm-hmm. coffee and then it turned into just going out to lunch, you know, just wow. getting away from the office. You know, mm-hmm. going and sitting down and having frank conversations about what it was like being a person of color mm-hmm. in the financial services space, because there weren't a lot of people that looked like me uh, in in the division that I was in. So, you know, I needed somebody that I could just kind of, you know, like let loose on or just kind of, you know, use as a resource to bounce things off of. Um, he gave me some really good advice, very 
uh, well received on my end. But he then he also gave me criticisms um, when he felt I wasn't doing what I needed to be doing. So that wow. also came to be very helpful in my career as well. Wow. You know what I, I love just about that? The fact that you, you know, you saw someone who you admired, you reached out to them just to have some coffee and you built a genuine mentor relationship. And I believe later on that person became a sponsor. Wow. Let's talk about sponsorship for, for a second here, Keith. How has, you know, a sponsor helped propel your career? Okay. As I alluded to at the very beginning, I was in the private client space as a custody officer. So I supported a number of private bankers, you know, you know, across the country. And I had very uh, complex client bases, high net worth client, client bases. Um, so I would support those clients in various services that we provided. And over the years, the clients and the bankers got to know my body of work, appreciated what I was doing, the complexity and how very detail oriented I was and to make sure that all the issues that they had, all the services that they requested were done. So that was consistent. That was something that people saw, uh, really appreciate, appreciated me for that. And then when it came time to have those conversations, you know, most times you have the conversation September, October. Um, and then when those folks go into the closed door conference rooms to decide who gets promoted, who gets both, you know, raises, et cetera. You know, my name was presented by my line manager. He, he uh, reiterated what the private bankers gave to him as feedback. They all agreed that I was ready to take the next step and be promoted to the vice president. And that's what happened, you know, based on their recommendations, their feedback. Um, I was promoted to vice president. So it was a number of different sponsors, but it was all based on my work, my work ethic. Um, they appreciated that. And that's how I was rewarded uh, with my promotion. Wow. It seems to be common in the secret sauce to making sure that you're able to secure a sponsor. You know, it's really about your performance as well as that visibility. Yes, I totally agree with that. Wow. Great story. So we're wrapping this up. What are some words of wisdom that you can leave to our good folks? I'll leave you with three points. You know, in the organization you're in now or you're just starting off in your career and you just joined the organization, find out the who who or what the employees resource groups are. Find out if you have an interest and if the, those one of those groups interests you, join the group. Become involved. Help put together events. It's a great way to meet senior folks because you work with those senior folks to ask them to be a part of whatever event you're putting on together. But then you also meet a lot of folks who are your peers, and those individuals can either be your mentors or they could end up being your sponsors. So I would say be involved. But also when you go to these events, even if you don't join an employee resource group, attend the events. But then, you know, once the event's over, network, work the room, introduce yourself to all the folks that are there because you're, you're really meeting folks across different divisions within the organization. And you never know where your next opportunity may come or, you know, next mentor or sponsor. So definitely work the room and, and make yourself known. So those are my, my words of advice. Thank you for those words of wisdom, Keith. It seems to be a theme regarding the ERGs as well as networking and everyone. I mean, Keith, you must be psychic because we're going to be doing an episode later on tonight 
with Jared Spencer to talk about the power of networking. So very timely. Also, everyone, please stay tuned for Erica's Recap Corner. That is coming. Uh, Keith, before we end, how can the good folks get in touch with you? I'm on LinkedIn. So just reach out to me on LinkedIn. You know, I'm willing to mentor anyone who's, who needs a mentor or just give you some sound advice. So definitely reach out and I will definitely get back to you. And that's at Keith R. Jackson on LinkedIn, folks. All right. It's a wrap. Remember to like, subscribe, rate us. We aim to be one of the best corporate podcasts out there. So we want to hear from you. And until next time, folks. Bye.